it's a special service for me because this is uh, my first group of seniors. And so that's kind of hard to believe that we started back in August together and it's already May. So with that being said, can I get all my seniors to come on up? going to embarrass you. Just come on over here. I'm just going to start out. Can we just clap? Because these guys have worked really hard. (laughs) I just want to give an opportunity, because I know most of you know everyone up here, but I want to give an opportunity for them to introduce themselves and then just to tell us, what are their plans after, after high school? I want us to know so we can be praying as a, as a church family for um, each one of these students. So, Larissa, you're closest, so I think you're up first. Ooh. There you go. And getting married. Go for it, Casey. Fantastic. That's all you got. Great. Natalie, just go ahead and hold it for just a second. Each one of these uh, students has had really influential people um, help them get to this point. And so often, and as we should, we honor them on, on a graduation Sunday. You know, I've sat through these services too, but I want to give an opportunity for the students to thank those who have meant so much to them um, in their lives. And so, Natalie, if you don't mind, just go ahead. A, tell us your favorite ice cream. I mean, uh, let's just be honest, uh, it's important. And then, who are some people that have really impacted you spiritually or just as you've grown up uh, here in Three Lakes?
<laughs> it does that to me every time, don't worry. Don't cry. <laughs> Cone or dish? Fair enough. Best of both. <laughs> Thanks, Taylor. Thanks. Day and I appreciate everything she does and stuff. 
Bamet, uh, thank you for all your oat bake and awesome mornings there. Actually made me want to get up for once. Um, and Elaine has been really special too. Um, she's been really great opening her house to us in the mornings for girls breakfast last, not this year, but other years. Um, and Andrew, of course, this last year been really great um, to bond with <laughs> and um, who am I forgetting Bob and Melissa Warner of course you guys are great um, who else am I forgetting uh, Taylor Patterson sure um, no you guys are really special and thank you so much I love coming here um, and the Millers are like super great to me. I feel like I'm part of their family. Um, so thanks. <laughs> you guys, I love you all. <laughs> My favorite ice cream is peanut butter rubble because I like the peanut butter and chocolate. Um, I guess I want to say thank you to my parents a lot because they've helped me get through so much and be who I am today. And I also wanted to say thank you to basically all those that have supported me because there's actually a lot of people that have and it's helped and yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys. We'll embarrass you further later. Don't worry. <laughs> no, we have a fantastic group of seniors and it really has been a privilege to um, get to know them. Um, yeah, it's going to be awesome to see what God does with each and every single one of them. It, it really, I, I hope that um, we stay in touch because that's really going to be fantastic to see and have them come back. You know, like uh, Aaliyah Moore or Evan, I see you over there. You know, these seniors that we got to send off last year and, and see them coming back and continuing growing in the Lord. It, it's just awesome to see. Um, that being said, let's go ahead and, and we're going to pray um, and then we're going to get into the word today. Dear Lord, uh, we thank you so much for this opportunity to honor the seniors that you've blessed us with. Thank you for their hearts. Thank you for their desire to follow after you, Lord. Um, we pray that we as a church body would just um, continue our support of them, um, continue growing and building them and praying them for them daily, Lord. Um, each one is very special to us, Lord. Um, we ask that uh, you bless their journeys as they go forward, Lord. Bless this time in your word. Let it be insightful. In your name, amen. So with graduation, I remember it wasn't too terribly long ago. Um, it's often a time that people love to give advice 
especially guys, we love to give advice to people, right? Whether they want it or not, we're going to give it. Um, and, and so oftentimes that advice is, um, it, it becomes almost cultural proverbs. We, we start developing these phrases that are just so really well known, but yet eventually they kind of lose their, their luster and we forget their origin completely. Well, a first grade teacher took some of these cultural proverbs and um, took the first half of them, as you'll see here in just a minute, and, um, and then left the second half blank and gave it to her first grade class to fill in the blank of what would be good wisdom. Let's go ahead and get that first one. So, so of course, a, a penny saved is, and the first grader said, not much. <laughs> Strike while the iron's hot. I like his answer better. <laughs> Don't bite the hand. <laughs> That's wise. I don't get it. I think that, that we should change that one personally. <laughs> Can't teach me math, so. Where there's smoke, there's... Went to Chicago yesterday, yep. Children should be seen and not... You guys are rude. My parents didn't get that proverb for sure. If at first you don't succeed... You get out of something what you... See, picture it on the box. <laughs> Unless your sister got to the box of cereal first and got the toy out. When the blind leads the blind. Yeah, that one was a little bit tougher. Get out of the way. <laughs> All right. Um, See, as a church, we, 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 we love our seniors, and we love to give advice. And so naturally, as they move forward onto this next uh, stage, we want to impart with them some, some of our own wisdom that we've experienced. And, um, and that's great, but honestly, then it's, it's kind of like this. It's the blind leading the blind. They better get out of the way. Seniors, get out of the way when I start telling you advice. Stop. We are already, all fallen people all struggling with the same issues on this earth. We are. Hopefully we continue to grow closer to God as, as we um, go about this, this walk. But I want to impart real wisdom to you seniors. I want to give you something you can wrestle with, something you can hold on to. That's not from me, but obviously we want to go to God's word. I've got examples today of three different commissions Times when um, individuals moved forward with, with passing forward, you know, either a, a calling or a purpose to someone in the scriptures. And in those moments, it, there are beautiful insights to who, as Christians, we need to be. And again, it's not from me. It's not from your parents. It's not from your friends. It's from the Lord. So I think we... The, we can depend on this advice. With that being said, why don't we take our scriptures and turn to Deuteronomy 
Deuteronomy 31. Moses um, has is awesome story, fantastic. Takes um, all of Israel out of Egypt, out from underneath Pharaoh, and um, of course, the, God leads them to the promised land through lots of different trials and um, situations. And um, they, they arrive to the promised land and they are afraid. They fail to trust God because they see these people living there who are like giants and they're afraid that once again they're going to be killed. And, and so from that, then they're wandering 40 years in the desert. You guys know the story. And um, we get to the end of these uh, 40 years and we come to this. Moses is old, a leader who's failed a few times, but has been a a, a strong man for for Israel, called by God. And he's passing the torch, so to speak, onto Joshua, this young warrior. These are Moses' words to Joshua, um, just of a call, of a mission. It says in verse 7, Then Moses summoned Joshua and said to him in the presence of all Israel, Be strong and courageous, for you must go with this people into the land that the Lord swore to their forefathers to give them, and you must divide it among them um, as your inheritance. The Lord himself goes before you and um, and will be with you. He will never leave you nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. It's easy when we come to this verse to, to think that the advice um, is, is be strong and courageous. You know, we see Joshua pick up on that um, in, in the first chapter of Joshua where it says be strong and courageous, be strong and courageous, be strong and courageous over and over and over. And so we, th- we instantly go to that as being the advice being given here. But actually, that's a response. The advice is, is hidden in the next verse, in verse 8, where it says that the Lord goes with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. It's not really necessarily something you have to do. It's, it's, it's a knowledge. Seniors, no matter where you're going, the Lord is with you. He is going with you. Now, what does that mean? So, why does he put the strong and courageous? Why are we bringing this up? Look, this, be confident in the Lord. That's that first blank on your notes if you're taking notes. Confidence is what gives you the ability to be strong and courageous. Confidence in something strong is what gives you the ability to be like Joshua. You know, I can personally, I can technically be strong and courageous. I can get in the ring with Muhammad Ali. That wouldn't be very wise. That would honestly be stupidity because my confidence is then found in my own abilities, my own strengths, my own training. That ain't going to hold up too well. That's just stupidity. But when we get to come to the Lord, the God of the universe, the creator of everything, the judge over all, the one who over and over and over says, I'm not going to leave you, I'm not going to forsake you, I am for you, I go with you. When we have confidence in that, well, yeah, of course we can be strong and courageous. We can be bold. We can be bold ambassadors for him. Find your confidence in the Lord. Rest in that. You see, a lion, you know, it's not afraid of a gazelle or antelope or whatever it wants to eat. It's not. It's designed to kill. It has teeth. It has claws. It's, It's very design. It's very nature. 
Well, when you are filled with Christ, why are we afraid of our failures, of being put down, of the world, of difficult situations? We are created to be bold. So seniors, I'm sorry, you're getting ready to go out from underneath your parents. Parents, I don't know if you know that. that that's coming. And that's a good thing. You've invested in them. You get to go out into this world and, and do this. So as you go, find your confidence in the Lord to be strong and courageous. Because let me be honest, this is an area where, where we struggle. Because the best way I can describe it, as you go off to college, you're going to be different. As you've experienced in high school, college is a new battlefield, and it's tough. And, um, you know, the best, like I said, the best way to describe it is, and I shared this with my junior hires, think of it as if a friend is walking down a road with earbuds in, listening to music, maybe dancing a little bit, I don't know, and there's a Mack truck coming, and they don't see it. Are you literally going to stand there and say, um, excuse me, pardon me, if I'm, if I'm not bothering you, um, hi. No, you're going to tackle them. Not going to be afraid of the fact that they might get mad at you for, for when you tackle them, scraping their knee, or, or perhaps being afraid of scraping your elbow yourself. See, we know that there is a Mack truck coming. <laughs> Eternal hell and separation. It's not something that we, we talk about a lot and, and because it's not fun, but it, it's a reality because we have confidence in what the Lord has told us. And so from that, we need to be bold individuals going forward and sometimes tackling people regardless of if they're really upset. Regardless of how they treat us, regardless of how they think about us, we are called to be bold in the Lord. I've never found a passage that it says, be normal, just fit in, make it work for you, don't, don't be too pushy. No, uh, everywhere in the scriptures it says be bold, be strong, be courageous. And that's what I'm calling you to do, seniors, and all of us. All right, secondly, Paul and Timothy. Neat relationship. First Timothy 6. Timothy is a young Christian being trained up by, by Paul. Um, a, a model for disciple-making. Um, that, that's my plug for that book, Multiply, that I know Niall's been, been pushing the last couple weeks. This is what we're seeing playing out in the Scriptures. We're seeing it happening here. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing. Um, Timothy's been commissioned by Paul to go into Ephesus. And here in Ephesus, there are um, a, a lot of, of influences that are causing people to fall away um, from the church, false teachers coming in and, and, and teaching wrongly. Um, they didn't have a nicely bound book like this with everything, so that, that was a common issue. And so through the whole book of First Timothy, Paul is telling um, this young Timothy, be this, do this, and, and help encourage the church in this way. The church needs to be looking at this. And then all of a sudden... Here in chapter 6, it takes a turn, and Paul starts addressing the heart of Timothy, giving him a commission, giving him his purpose. 
Let's check out verse 11. That's all I want. There's a lot here that we could wrestle with, but I want to focus on verse 11. But you, man of God, flee from all this and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. That right there, there's a lot there in that verse. There's a lot there. First, it says, flee from all this. What's he talking about? What's this? Well, in the previous um, section of here, Paul is telling Timothy that we need to get away from our our love of money, which is ultimately just doing the, the, the opposite of finding confidence in the Lord. It's finding confidence in myself, doing things my own way, doing things... Um, based upon my own abilities, finding my boldness and strength solely in how much money I have or how much ability I have. That's what Paul is talking about here. And so he's warning Timothy, flee from this. Flee from your fear. Flee from your lack of confidence in the Lord. Fear this, uh, flee this, this, this idea of reckless abandonment. How often can I say that I have fled from my sin, regardless of consequences, regardless of circumstances, I have run. Well, we talked about the, the lion and the gazelle earlier. Can you imagine the gazelle running for its life, fleeing its predator? Do we see sin? Seniors, you're struggling with sin just like we all are. But, but God has called us to be different. And so I, it doesn't just happen that you grow up and everything's, okay, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good, I'm a good little Christian. No, none of us are good little Christians. It takes a lot of work and effort and growth and struggle and tears and, 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 and work to grow. That's not easy. But it's what we've been called to do. But there's a second part to this verse. So flee from all this and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Basically, all those can be boiled down into be holy. Be set apart. Be different. And again, I love the word choice. I'm a wor- I-, I love words. I really do. And I really dwell on words, especially in the scriptures and, and the words that they use here to pursue tactical chase, a tactical pursuit. It it, it has the idea of strategy. How are you seniors, how are we as a church being strategic about our growth after pursuing being holy? That's kind of a tough question. That's tough. How are we, and and that's for myself, It, it goes beyond, okay, did I read my Bible today? Did, did I say my prayer before I eat? Did I go to church? It goes much farther beyond this. How am I intentional about growing myself in the Lord? That's what it means to be holy. And seniors, that's something we can't miss. You know, I, I think of um, the Marines. We all know their battle cry, right? Simplify. It's not, not um, news to anybody, I don't think. What does simplify mean, though? It's Latin for always faithful. Not always faithful as long as 
the mission makes sense. Not always faithful as long as I agree with the president. Not always faithful as long as the odds are in my favor. Not always faithful as long as I don't have family to attend to. No, always faithful. And do you really think that um, individuals going into the Marines are automatically have this instilled in their head? No. There's a lot that has to be cut away. There's a lot that has to be then instilled in them for this to be their mindset. Seniors, I want us to do this. Us. (laughs) We all need to do this. Examine yourself. How are we going to move to a position where we can say, so to speak, simplify, always faithful to what God has called me to do? And he's called me to be holy. That's all throughout the scriptures. That's big. Last one. You know, if we're talking about commissions, there's kind of one that we might need to talk on. You know, the the Great Commission... It's kind of important. Look at Matthew 28. Matthew 28, verse 18. Obviously, this is Jesus commissioning. He's telling the disciples their their purpose, their mission, to join into co-mission, commission. They're joint in this mission right before he ascends into heaven. And in verse 18 it says, Then Jesus came to him, um, uh, but some doubted. Then Jesus came to them and said, um, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. We've heard that. It's familiar. Seniors, if you've, I know you guys have been a part of this church, and you've probably heard that verse a few times, I would imagine. But when it boils down to it, this is all of our purpose. And I know we like to quote the, the verse, especially as, as young men and women, um, you know, don't let them look down on, on you for your youth, and that, that's a great verse. It really is. There's a lot of meat there. There's a lot, but there's a... You've got to take part. You've got to step up. Don't let them look down on you. We've bought into a mentality that, well, the youth are just to be crazy and wild and not really give a lot about Scripture. And who cares about having a relationship? That'll come later. That's not what we're seeing in Scripture. He didn't say just make disciples of anyone who's age 35 and older. No, you guys are disciples Because a disciple is only a follower. And so, a follower of Jesus. If you would claim yourself to be a follower of Jesus Christ, then you are a disciple. And what's the very nature of a disciple? To be disciplers. To be making disciples. To following that. And and I love, and and I think he takes some liberties, but um, Pope Francis of Assisi, I believe I said it correctly, he said it well, um, that, you know, go and preach the gospel and if you must, use words. I think there's some liberty there because I'd be out of a job if I truly believed that solely. We like teaching. That's a good part. But you get at what the heart of what he's saying. And that's, that's what I want to focus on is, you know, the idea of living your life 
as the gospel to others. Letting it be so bold, don't just use that as an excuse just to be a, a good person. Living your life boldly that people around you can't help but say, yeah, there's something way different. Maybe they like that difference, maybe they don't. You're just called to, to do it. So I'm calling you to be on mission. Be on mission. This is our mission, and so I'm calling you to be on that mission with us. Yeah, you're going off to a college campus. What does it look like to be on mission there? What does it look like to be on mission with these new friends? You're, you get to make yourself new, so to speak. You're going to a place where maybe one, two other people know you. Max, you get to be whoever you want to be. And maybe you're who you want to be. Maybe, maybe high school just rubbed you the wrong way. Join our mission. Join the mission that Christ has given us. Be who Christ created you to be. Ultimately, this isn't my choice for you. This isn't the church's choice for you. This isn't even God's choice for you. This is your choice to buy into this, to take this, to accept this. You know, If any of you guys have seen The Matrix... There's a scene um, where um, Neo is asked by Morpheus, the Yoda-like person, you've got a choice. I've got two pills. I've got a blue one and I've got a red one. A blue one, you're just going to wake up in this, this uh, fake reality where you don't really know. You, you can believe what you want to believe. You're not exposed to the truth of what's going on. Or you could take the red pill. And he says, I'm only going to show you the truth. The truth, the reality of what is really going on. Seniors, blue pill, red pill. Blue pill, yeah, you can go about college, have a good time, get a degree, make some friends, come home every once in a while, we'll see you at Christmas and Thanksgiving and all that, and we love that. Or you could take the red pill and live the life that God has put in front of you and really invested in you by all those people that you thanked. That's God investing in you. And each one of you, as you attested up here, has been invested immensely. What's your choice? And so ultimately, that's your individual choice. Like I said, it's not just going to happen. It's not just automatically, and I had to learn this the hard way. It's not like I get to college and, oh, wonderful, I'm an adult now. I, no, that's a process that takes work, that takes effort. And we're here to help you through this. Hear me. This isn't like it's some easy thing. We've all had to make this decision, and we've all failed at times, and we've all succeeded. We are here to help you and point you to Christ, and we want to do that because we love you guys. At this time, I, seniors, I need you to come back up. Can I get the elders, any parents of these students? We'll invite the families up if they want. And Pastor Niall, seniors, if I could get you guys in the middle here. You're going to face that way. We like to see your faces.
Find your senior. Let's <laughs> I said we spend some time in prayer for these seniors. As we said, this isn't an easy mission. Why on earth will we not lift them up to the God who's going to aid them, to, to, to push them forward, to grow them? And so that's what I want us to do today. And I want you guys, I know you're not up on stage, there's not exactly enough room for everybody, because I know most of you would be up here laying your hands on them. Um, but I just want to take a minute. And Niall's got a, a mic here. If we can pass it around, if, if you don't have to, but parents, anybody up here, please, let's, let's spend some time in prayer for our seniors. And so after a while, I'll close. Um, Niall, would you like to open us? Father, we thank you for the challenges from your word uh, to be confident and and holy and on mission. And I know as parents, these parents here would love to see all of those things happening. And so we pray that for each of these seniors, that that they would exhibit each of those traits, to know that you're walking with them, which gives them amazing boldness and confidence, to know that you've called them to something, you've called them to live for you and be different, to be holy, to be on mission, to do your work. I pray that for each of them. I pray that uh, each of them would take incredibly seriously their relationship with you and, and see this stepping out as, as the opportunity to grow into a rock-solid disciple of Christ. That, this would, that whatever would happen in the past, whether it was good or bad, um, as Pastor Andrew said earlier, whether their high school experience was amazing or difficult, uh, that, that they could strive and move ahead and press on, as, uh, using Paul's language, um, for everything that you have for them, to take hold of that that you want them to take hold of. Make this be a time of great blessing as they walk with you. May they follow you, in Jesus' name. That you are a gentle, loving, kind God that desires to know us personally. So, Father, we lift up these seniors, the ones that are here and the ones that that, uh, aren't here. Lift up the class to you. We pray, Father, that they will find time to listen to you, to read your word, and to follow you. We thank you, Father, that you are a, a God of love that desires to be their best friend. We thank you, Lord. Dear Heavenly Father, we just pray that your presence will be so well known in their hearts, their lives, as they go forward from this place. Just indwell them. Give them strength. Dear Lord, we come to a place where we stand and watch what your plan is for their lives. Lord, you've promised that once you begin a good work in these kids, that you're going to complete it. And so we claim that promise today over every one of these kids standing here. Lord, most importantly of all, we ask that your Holy Spirit would be present in their hearts, would speak truth into their mind and their hearts as they walk through their days and years and off into this life of adulthood. Thank you, Lord, for the strength that you've poured into each of us to to raise these kids. And we ask, Lord, that you would continue to remind us to pray for them. Show us what it is to walk with them in this next stage of life, Lord. 
Father God, indeed, each of these young people is a gift to us, and to your church, and to the world. We look at these six here standing and uh, are just blown away by their gifts and their abilities and their talents, Father, that you've placed in them. We entrust those gifts and talents to you and pray, Lord, that they would receive them with gratitude and put them into play in the world for the good of the world and for your kingdom. Father God, I pray, too, as these six wonderful students, um, our sons and daughters, uh, leave us and go off to college and step out into the world outside of Three Lakes, um, just pray, Father God, that they would come to understand that they are your beloved children, that, Father God, they would know what is true and what is real and what is right, that, Father God, they would find a place of belonging, that they would uh, join in in communities that would encourage and support and strengthen them, and that, Father, all the communities they're a part of, where they, that they would be a light and that they would shine brightly. Pray, Father God, that you would help them to understand uh, your calling on their life and how to use the gifts and abilities you've given them for your kingdom purposes. Pray that college would be a wonderful time for coming to understand these things in deeper and deeper ways. We commit them to you, Lord Jesus. Amen. Father, we just, we take this time to um, claim, God, your faithfulness, as the song we sang today um, so wonderfully puts into words, God. And a lot of these children we brought up onto this stage when they were infants. And, Lord, we presented them to you. We um, promised as parents and as a church body that we would raise them to know you. And, God, we stand today and mark this day on this platform and acknowledge your faithfulness, God, in each of these kids' lives, Lord. We know them well, and we um, just smile as we see how you have been faithful to the promise that you've made to us as parents. And God, we ask now from this day forward that you would put people into their lives um, in the different places that they are going. God, that will continue to guide them on this journey. Father, that you would uh, continue to remind us as uh, their supporters here to pray for them, to encourage them. And God, we just, we look um, on today not as a day of sadness, God, but one where we can't help but just praise you for what you have done, God. We thank you. Father, uh, all of us standing up here, um, friends, um, church members, parents especially, know how special each of these kids are. Um, and we ask you to, as these kids go through their, their lives, um, whatever step and whatever direction they're going, that you would remind them of their specialness constantly. Um, that they would know that they are a gift and that they are um, someone who will stand out. Um, it says that you have you know the plans for these kids and we just ask you to remind them um, of their potential and that they can and will do great things um, and we ask you also to just be with those parents that you have them um, that you will watch over them and you will make sure that these plans are carried out 
um, as great as they can be, um, that you will be constantly with those with these kids. Ms. Posnother, thank you for the, this gift that you have given these seniors in this graduation. We thank you for your spirit that has been with them, and as they go out into this new chapter in their lives, Father, we pray that you would go before them, that your spirit would ever be before them, that they would be conscious of your being part of their lives, and they would have a desire to continue to be your light in the world as they go forth. We pray that you'd bring them into contact with other people uh, that are like-minded, Lord, that would stand beside them in their walk, and uh, that they would remain strong for you, Lord, and their light would continue to shine in whatever they do now in the future. And we ask that you would just be with them and bless them. We thank you for each one of these seniors and each one of these parents, Lord. Um, we thank you for their, their testimony, Lord, of what you've done in each one of their lives. And we look forward to seeing how that continues. Be with them as they go off to college. Um, help them to grow, help them to enjoy, help them just to have a wonderful time at college, having fun and making friends and learning and growing, Lord. But um, we ask that they would be bold ambassadors of you wherever you send them, Lord. Um, we ask you to protect them and um, keep us here um, um, in support of them. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.